Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. And this week, we have a really exciting episode. We're going to be talking about festivals. We're going to be talking about our festival tips, as well as some of our funny festival stories. I'm super excited. Absolutely. Festivals are back. And honestly, I'm scared, but like so excited. Um, But before we begin the episode, Ella, how you been? So we had like a record heat wave. Y'all, it was hot, hot. Oh, God. (laughs) Not. It was no joke. Um, So... Me and my family kind of planned a cabin trip like a month in advance. So like obviously we didn't expect to be at a cabin with no fucking AC and on the water. And um, it was like I literally have been to the Caribbean. I've been to places that were really hot. It felt like the hottest ever. And you literally like couldn't do anything because the tide goes out so it's like you can't really even swim because it's not a lake yeah. it's a fucking ocean so <laughs> yeah it was a lot of like us sitting around looking at each other but it was fun nevertheless at the nighttime it was really nice and i've never really swam in the ocean at night because it has not been hot enough so you know there's ups and downs and the heat wave is <laughs> over today it was like a normal temperature so that is nice what about you I mean, same struggle. I know. I understand that, like, other places, they're hot. People are looking at the Pacific Northwest being like, you're a bitch. I get it. It's just, like, over here, it's not very common that we die of heat stroke because nobody has air conditioning. That being said, I did have to sleep in the living room because it's, like, the only place with air conditioning. Mm -hmm. And um, it was rough. Also, uh, finding a spot to go into a lake everywhere like everybody comes came out of their houses everybody booked every freaking hotel they could find and I decided to go to like a beach I used to go in high school because it's like small and like kind of secluded and I was like there's no way that many people know about it every time I went in high school there was nobody there and in high school they used to say it was a nude beach but like personally I had I had never seen anybody nude but oh (laughs) my fucking god so we get there and I like see some topless people when we're like parking and I'm like oh yeah like I guess this is a nude beach but like I mean, topless beach, like whatever should be fine. Oh, when I tell you how many old saggy man balls I saw, oh my God, I could that not. That is so shocking. Like you're just trying to get out of the heat and you're seeing naked people. That's so funny. That and is right. You, God, and I want to see like, I'm pretty open-minded. I'm like, I'm down for the flow, whatever. But like, this was too much. And I was like with my boyfriend and a friend and another dude. And I was just like, oh God. <laughs> God, were you the like, one? Did they? Did, were you the one that suggested this beach specifically? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so didn't I just? Well, okay. So the thing is, it might have been fine if it, but there were two vibes. There was like people that were like pretty, like hippy dippy, like very, I don't know, like maybe they were on psychedelics or something, and they seemed to just be vibing. And then mm-hmm. there was like other people that were just kind of watching, and it seemed like really predatory. And I don't know. I think I'm, I'm personally not used to seeing old man saggy balls like obviously no the men I was with were like oh this is normal you know like we see the shit all the time like and then they were like oh yeah you guys don't get to go into like locker rooms and I'm like yeah no even in the girls locker rooms people usually cover up yeah well that is shocking um yeah I had to leave I I couldn't get with it maybe next time (laughs) 
Maybe if it's less people, you know, maybe if it was less people. Um, yeah. It's funny yeah. you mentioned that because, yeah, I think like my boyfriend's been to that beach before and he said he didn't know, but there was no naked people. So he went like two or three times before he realized it was a nude beach. So, yeah, you're right. You probably on some other days, you probably wouldn't have seen saggy <laughs> dude balls but i don't know a better way to start an episode so should we just get into it (laughs) yeah All right, so going into festivals, the festies are back. We're ready to listen to some music. We're ready to drink. We're ready to meet some people. First of all, get vaccinated if you haven't. Second, pre-COVID, um, Ella and I were what I would call EDM hoes. <laughs> yes, I literally the last like event I went to before everything got shut down was like one of my. I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah, it was like one of my favorite EDM shows I've been to a really long time. And I feel like it's because I got the formula down on like how mm-hmm. to have fun and still like survive. So yeah, I'm yeah, actually yeah. kind of excited to go into this. And it's a hot, hot summer. So, you know, pre-COVID, I like this is a hotter summer than last summer. So we'll see. But it wasn't as hot last summer when we were going to festivals outside. But there's definitely like you learn some tricks of the trade, as it were, going to so many festivals. And I think in college, there's a point where we were going to like at least a show, but like at least one festival a month and like one show a week. We were getting after it. Yeah, we were real excited um, about the EDM scene. And I've definitely like with the pandemic, I try to keep up. They did um, like virtual Mm -hmm. raves, which were pretty cool. But I've branched out. Now I'm like listening to other artists. I'm about to go to the Governor's Ball in September. I am so excited. I know. So I guess we're talking about first is types of festivals and the governor's ball would be like a general music one. I put it up there with like bumper shoot bumper shoots in Seattle. But mm-hmm. those have like gen like pretty big names and then they'll have like more like indie bands also come and I would say maybe a couple EDM artists. And I I don't know how I feel about them, honestly. Like bumper shoot in Seattle used to be so cheap. Like mm-hmm. in high school, thirty dollars a day you could see, I don't know, like one year I saw Macklemore I think it was Hardwell I remember one year I I stood out in the rain and saw Drake who opened up for Mary J Blige and then J Cole was also there and I literally paid $30 to be like three rows back and this was before Drake was big so you know I'm cool like that no I'm not that cool (laughs) but like everyone went to bumper shoot bumper shoot yeah and it was just like affordable and great but nowadays oh my god I don't know if it's because of Amazon or what the fuck is in the air but it's like i don't know 160 dollars a day maybe you spend like 500 on a ticket so i don't mm-hmm. know if i would recommend bumper shoot the venue itself is at the space needle which is kind of terrible like no good sound quality ever and then the main the biggest stage is like inside of what used to be kiarina that they're redoing it but mm-hmm. i wouldn't recommend that either <laughs> I don't even, I don't know if it's coming back. It might be like rip. I think it's going to be the hockey stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, general music concerts, they're a good bang for your buck if the lineup is good. But mm. I feel like the vibes that those are not as good as EDM festivals in general. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna have a good outlook. I know people enjoy these. I really wanted to go to Lollapalooza, which I feel like is in the same realm. But yeah, I don't know if the vibes are gonna be like as immaculate as EDM. I mean, it'll definitely be fun. It's just it draws like just a lot of different type of people because there's mm-hmm. so many different types of music so like edm is kind of like a self-selecting group of like like-minded people and i think that can yeah. be said for like if you go to um like i know that my cousin goes every year to the jazz festival in new orleans and that has like immaculate <laughs> vibes because it's like all people who are really down with like jazz, jazz music yeah so it, it's just one of those things when you have like a mixed bag of people then you have like a little bit of mixed energies That's true. Some artists do attract all the assholes. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Moving on to EDM shows. I guess that the best ones I would say are the ones outdoors. Just because there's so many sweaty, sweaty people that I just can't. Every show that's indoors, I'm, I'm not feeling great. I think also they're just a, they can be a little bit better. They're more spread out. So like sometimes I feel like when um you have a festival that's inside, you you do get to go see other artists, but it doesn't feel like as different and fun because it has like limited amount of space. Yeah, that is very true. And even I think in EDM shows with like-minded people, you can still be uh subjective to fuckboys trying to mess your time, okay? Mm-hmm. Um yes, I had <laughs> I have a story. One time I went to an EDM show and we thought it was going to be amazing. (laughs) And this dude was like, I'd love to see you there. I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, He showed up with his ex-girlfriend. And then, oh, my God, linked with like the group of people I was with. And I shit you not, this dude kept turning around to like look at me while he danced with her. And I would say that 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 festival was ruined for me. (laughs) Yeah, that one was that was um, I remember that one, too. I actually I have mixed feelings about that one, too, to be honest. But it was fun overall. (laughs) Yeah. EDM shows that are outside are so much fun. Even if you don't like EDM, I think you'd have a good time going to it. Um, I Mm -hmm. would say that. The only thing is is that just be a little bit conscious of when you're picking out your festivals to like make sure that there is enough artists for you to see. There's always going to be enough. Like sometimes I feel like people are like, oh, there's not that many people on this lineup. But it's like you can only see one person an hour and it's only like this long. So I feel like that's my biggest issue with like EDC. Like EDC was really cool, but you had to be like so picky and choosy of who you wanted to see that it didn't end up being like that much of a better value value than like a smaller show like parody so you know what i'm saying yeah so edc is for those uh that don't listen to edm it's in las vegas it's the electronic daisy carnival and yes it's in a um like race raceway okay babe baby girl baby girl and everyone but edc for me like it was just so not what i expected because i guess i just didn't do enough research maybe like maybe that's a thing that i should have done but we got a shuttle from our hotel to the racetrack and like it says like edc las vegas you think it's like right there right like there are there are shows and festivals that are in las vegas this shit is literally like i'm not exaggerating i'm saying it's an hour and a half outside of Las Vegas and we were the closest to the venue right so some people are Mm -hmm. shuttling two hours 
And then, um, yeah. so it's an hour and a half out. It's in the middle of the desert. And let me just say this. I'm so happy that I have, I always bring a fucking onesie with me to these festivals because you show up with no clothes on. And it's, it's also like, like in the middle of the night. You get there at yeah. like 8 p.m. I think mm-hmm. is the first set. You leave at 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It's not for uh, the yeah. weak mind, for the <laughs> week of heart and mind. You know what I'm saying? You have to, it, it's intense. But yeah, that yeah, being said. Yeah, like concrete. Yeah. <laughs> concrete i do plan on going next year and but i can't do the hotel things i think my biggest downfall with shows is the walk back to like our campsite Mm -hmm. the ones that are outdoors and i just like as a as a bitch with anxiety i get super like i get overstimulated to the point where like i'm disassociating like i'm feeling unwell sometimes by the end of show so i really have to take care of myself i usually like go get um earplugs and then I'll go Mm -hmm. get like a snack and I have to make sure like I stay hydrated and sometimes I just like have to leave the stage and like sit by myself Mm -hmm. for a little bit just to like gather myself gather my thoughts and be okay but yeah no the upcoming EDC I plan on a bitch is renting an RV and I'm camping because I cannot do those shuttle bags I cannot be in a shuttle bag for three hours after oh it was well yeah, so that's literally like I would definitely recommend, but that's not. But then the other hard part, the nice part about staying in a hotel, like an RV would be cool, but like actually like tent camping, like tent camping sucks when you're on like day two and you just want to take a shower and you go look at the shower mm-hmm. line and you're like, do I want to stand here for an hour and a half? And the thing is, is like, yep, I'm going to have to. That's it. That's what I'm going to do. Now, this is going to be maybe an unpopular opinion, but. I really feel like springing for a little bit more of an expensive trip leads sometimes to a better outcome. So like sometimes I do like not VIP, but like the premium camping. I'm not going to lie. I do have VIP tickets to Coachella just because I do not like last time I went. flex. (laughs) It's just okay. Like this is. Yeah. So I'm not even. You can rough it a couple of times. Like the first couple of times you go to a music festival, you're going to rough it. You're going to find people that will give you stuff, but then you're going to want to. The only thing is, is the so I'm staying at Lake El Dorado and those are the teepees that are already set up. It's just logistically Mm -hmm. like you sometimes have to like be like you have to plan for worst case scenario right because like last time i went to coachella i was like okay you guys we're gonna pre-order our things from walmart we're gonna pick them up from walmart and then we'll get to the place and we'll set up our tent and then we're gonna be good to go but there's actually a lot more steps yeah. to that. And there's a lot of things that could go wrong in that. So like an errand that you thought like picking up 10 stuff was going to take 45 minutes ends up taking three and a half hours. And then you're like, fuck. And then you start. It was just a whole fucking mess, bro. And then I think that sometimes with, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, like I'm just going to, you know, eat food there and I'm just not going to pack that much food. And then you end up like not wanting to walk to get food so then you just starve yourself for like half of yeah, the day also food's like a hundred dollars mm-hmm. so might as well plan ahead yeah as, i mean you can definitely do a festival on a budget as a past broke bitch myself i did plenty of paradisos that were like in washington at the gorge with like maybe fifty dollars in the uh, in my pocket <laughs> and it's very doable but you just have to pro tip you go to safeway and you get those pre-made salads and you throw those babies in the cooler <laughs> okay? yeah and th- there you have solid meals already prep prepared. Contrary to popular belief, you should not be surviving on like one Play-Doh chicken strips 
for right. the weekend. I know some people do it, but you're you're putting like so much stress on your body when mm-hmm. you're like literally sweating. It's hot out. Do not recommend. I think in the same since we're talking about EDM, there are smaller shows and they're usually surrounding like holidays. And I hate these. Like on oh, Seattle, they do like no. resolution and freak night, and they're usually like. Uh, venues by stadiums smaller venues I think they are horrible and here's why because they're a holiday and during holidays everybody's trying to find something to do so you get randos people that do not like EDM that like EDM is a whole vibe a whole community like Mm -hmm. once you start raving you there's an etiquette where you're like kind to people where you're not creepy to have naked girls yeah and then you get like all these like really creepy men honestly yeah to these shows or girls with really bad vibes and messing it up for everybody yeah i i've done um so i've done conscious crew for two of these events um and conscious crew is just basically like people that are volunteers that are technically like first aid and somewhat medically trained that just like help out to make sure nobody is everyone's yeah no one dies and everyone stays safe or whatever and literally being like dead sober at some of these events i was like this is low-key kind of scary you know what i'm saying like (laughs) like usually like when you're like also drunk and you're like kind of in the vibes you don't notice as much but then when you're dead sober and like when i started raving like pretty much sober i was like this is like a lot yeah definitely i you can rave sober i've done it plenty of times I would say um, stay in high energy places and you have to like really stay hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> and take breaks. I think that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing when you're like dead sober is you need to sit down. Oh, yeah. You don't you like without any alcohol or energy drinks or anything like that. You're going to get tired. Fine shade. Yes. Um, yes. I wanted to talk about meeting men at shows or friends or whatever. Meeting people, meeting new people. Meeting people, uh, finding your rave bay. It's near goddamn impossible, okay? Or like the other people. Okay, so I'll say in my experience, like, yeah, I've met like men at shows. It hasn't oh, gone. Oh, have you, Ella? It, it hasn't gone well, like no. post show. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's like one thing when you meet someone, and you're like vibing at a concert, and like you have lost all it's your a facade. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'll, I'll tell this one story. So I like accidentally like I I got lost from my friends. Like I just it's one of those things where it's like you just kind of get misplaced from your friends. And I was like, okay, let me just go like find a group of people to be with because I will just so that I feel not alone right now because there's 6,000 different people here. So I met up with this guy and he was really nice. and I thought he was like, da, 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 da. Yeah. Okay. Fast forward two weeks. This dude was like low key crazy and psycho and like literally crazy psycho. And, but in the moment I really needed someone and I was like, Oh my God, this is perfect. Like I love this little meet cute. And then within like two weeks, I was like, Oh my god, I can never speak to this man again. And then Ella thought she found her soulmate. He was like, he has kids, but it's fine. Like that's not even the one I'm talking be- about. That one oh, is God. That, this happened to me twice, okay? Where I found where I thought I found a nice guy. And then two weeks in, I was like, this dude's a psycho. <laughs> I will. I have a positive experience one time at Paradiso where we frequent. I met this dude. We danced. It was a good time. And then um, poof, I disappeared. 
And then, um, like, I would say maybe two months later, I was uh, getting tacos mm-hmm. drunk after a party. And I, t- like, I talked to my friend and I was like, yo, is that that dude I danced with at Paradiso? And she's like, oh, my God, that totally is whatever. So, you know me, shoot your shot, gutsy girl. Mm-hmm. I go up to him and I'm like, oh, my God, you're that dude. No idea what this dude's name is, mm. that he was from Seattle, any- anything. Uh, but we ended up like connecting and like having a great rest of the night together. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it can work out. Well, I personally love like hanging out with other like EDM couples or meeting EDM couples because they don't have like alternative motives. And then also like girls are really sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like I've met a real a lot of really nice people and even nice guys. But yeah, like this like um let me meet a random and fall in love at a festival is like not the best hasn't worked out for me it's definitely the dream the best part about that story is that i was already at tacos with another dude who had offered to buy me tacos and his friend group and then i saw this dude and i was definitely about to dip and i was like i just like met him at diso and then his friend like was a was like into raving and he was like she has to go she (laughs) met him at diso (laughs) it's meant to fucking be <laughs> and I was like, that dude's the homie. Okay, thank you for the asada fries. I will see you later. <laughs> All um, right. So let's move on to the advice section of the episode. We're going to talk about things we've learned and uh, things not to do. Now, I'll start with if you go to any festival, it's really good to make a meeting place for your friends because. Yes. Cell phones don't work. Cell phones are a fucking illusion because it'll say it'll work and it'll say like, oh, I have four bars. And then your friend never got a text because this one um, tower has been flooded with text messages of people trying to find their friends. So have a designated place so that if you get lost, you know where to go and they know where to go. That's like my big one. It's helped me out like actually quite a few times. Yeah. Also, be independent and be smart. Just like locate yourselves and people are really bad with direction but like there is a system that Mm -hmm. like with camping or anything like learn the system so you know where you are like my phone usually dies the first hour into going out into whatever but I'm very good at understanding like making a game plan ahead of time so I know how I'm gonna get to where I need to be by myself another thing that I think that I've learned would be it's it's fun to drink it's fun to do whatever but if you blacked out you did not see that artist and you cannot claim you saw that artist I think this happens so much when people are like oh yeah no no that set was awesome and I'm like dude you were blacked out <laughs> asleep at the rave you did not see that you person. didn't see that person yeah I <laughs> it's also like a waste of money to like go there and then like having too much fun so that you're not having fun you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i think that like i think everyone tries to like go out and like they're really excited on the first day of the festival it's not even a first day it's the first night it's the first night right. of the festival and they're like oh my god we're here fuck yeah like it's thursday night it, this thing starts tomorrow and then they end up like blocking out and then are hungover for the rest of the festival me are i've you done this before i've done this before i've done <laughs> yeah. this before i went one of the festivals i went to with ella it was maybe like five minutes into the first and I like before the night before the show and I we like started taking shots with these men and she just got in the back of one of the dudes and just like rode off into the night and I didn't see her until the next day okay (laughs) she was in the tent (laughs) okay so this is like 
it's like kind of funny, but like it was, it is kind of funny story. So basically, this is the thing: is that like the darkness is confusing, right? <laughs> like I could have totally of uh, just found my way back really easily in the daylight, but I just literally like that story goes is that um I rode his back to go to the bathrooms. I went to the bathrooms and I was like, okay, peace, have a good night. I'm gonna go back to my t- campsite, and I just wandered. Mm-hmm. I wandered. My little heart just wandered around. I made some new friends. And I just like eventually, like I'm not joking. Once the sun started coming up, I was like, okay, cool. I can figure out where the fuck I am. And then I eventually get back. And then the whole weekend, I was just like, wow, I just had to pull an all nighter because I was lost. So yeah, (laughs) 10 out of 10, don't recommend. (laughs) I mean, the best part about festivals is regardless of the squad that you go with is that you can meet so many people and make so many new friends. Obviously, like, beware with who you're hanging out with, right. you know? Okay, don't be scared of the Met Tent is a big one for me because oh, obviously yeah. you want to stay out of the Met Tent, but, like, they have earplugs, they have granola bars, they have, um like, space, space blankets, blankets, water, they Gatorade, electrolytes. Just, like, if you just want to go chill there because you're, like, mentally not good, you can just chill there. I remember one day I was just like, I was okay, but I was not the best. And then I just went in there and like asked for some electrolytes. And they're like, yeah, we got you. And then they gave me like, you know, one of those electrolyte powders. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm back. (laughs) It's comforting to just like sit with other adults that like are just meant to be there to make sure you don't die. And like that's really good for my brain sometimes. (laughs) I think that's also like if you're afraid that like – um, also, bring your friend to the med t- tent. The medical tent is yeah. what we're saying. Um, I think some people are like, oh, no, like, I don't want them to, like, get kicked out or, like, for them to get into trouble. It's definitely not that vibe. It's more of harm, you know, harm reduction is that they want people to be safe and have fun. So if your friend's, like, yeah. legitimately not well, like, you should take them to a medical, you know, professional. Yeah. And on this point, I I think that a lot of festivals, you need to be accountable for yourself like your friends are not there to take care of you you have your own responsibility so just make sure that you're looking out for yourself and don't be the person that makes your friend basically lay with you the entire time and miss out on their fun yeah to that tune I feel like sometimes I get concerned because I remember when I was at EDC I saw like this group of people like there's literally like 16 of them and I was like which one of you is the leader or is with it right now because you guys all look like zombies like you have no idea what's going on so like i feel where's your rave mom yeah i literally was like who who which one of you is gonna like i was just kind of confused and kind of concerned for that whole group of people because there's literally like i'm not exaggerating like 16 of them that were together but not a single one of them was even like a little bit with it and i was like well i really wish they would have planned this out a little bit better for themselves (laughs) you know yeah <laughs> That's funny. Oh, and then in the realm of tickets, don't be like me and wait until the last second to decide you're going to go to a show. Just get them the second they come out, get on the layaway plan, put them on the credit. And then later, if you don't want to go or you really can't afford it, sell your ticket. The ticket price will go up. Yeah. So I like, honestly, tickets are a pretty good investment. I mean, COVID did show that. <laughs> That wasn't maybe the best choice. When are we going to have another pandemic? Who knows? Who fucking knows? Well, it's better to pick something that you want to go to and then buy the tickets early than just. Yeah. But yeah, I always say that's the same thing. Like, 
I bought these Coachella tickets and I was like, ah, like, fuck, I don't even know if I want to go to Coachella. That's literally in like eight months from now. But I was like, okay, I know for a fact that I can resell these bad boys. And I know that if I want to end up going in a week before, it's not going to happen or it could happen. But you have to deal with sketchy people and sketchy stuff has happened. And I'll share my story about getting scammed. (laughs) So, yes, your girl got scammed. It was at Paradiso again. And I had, I don't know, maybe the week before I decided I wanted to go. And there's a lot of Facebook pages where people sell specifically tickets for EDM shows. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty good at, like, judging. Like, I will stalk the shit out of anybody. So I found this dude. Like, I have this dude's birthday. I know he went to UW. Mm-hmm. I know, like, I could tell you 10 of his homies based on his tag photos. I could tell you what shows he went to, stuff like that. And then um, I also had, like, a pic. I stalked him. <laughs> I had a picture of his license plate. Like, right. I so I thought everything will be fine. The day of the show, he texts me and he's like, hey, did the tickets, like, go all right? And I, and I wasn't even in the show, so I thought it was a little weird. Mm-hmm. But then I try to get into the show, and it like my ticket doesn't work. And everybody's already inside, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God. I am drunk. I'm distraught. Yeah. I, what am I going to do? I have literally, like, maybe $20 in my bank account. I, I had more than that. I could. Uh, so my plan was like, okay, I have to go to get another ticket. Mm-hmm. So I try to go get another ticket. This lady is like, um, your car's not working. You need cash. So then I'm like, oh my god. And then I'm like, I go up to the USC people, which is like a company yeah. that's like pulling this rave or whatever. And I'm like, I'm distraught. Like I just got scammed. And this dude's like not being helpful to me at all. Yeah. He just like points me towards the box office. Then after the box office rejects me, I was like looking real lost. And these other two like uh service people found yeah. me. And then I told him what happened. I was unconsolable at that. point point and then the first dude that I talked to comes back and he kind of lectures me about like how I was stupid to like trust <laughs> somebody on Facebook and I'm yeah. like I just like don't need this right now the tickets you know? were sold and, out I was either gonna yeah, get these tickets or I not really, come. really wanted to see Skrillex and then and then he goes like well what let me tell you this what if I just gave you a ticket right and I'm like oh my god no way thank you and I'm like but I still need to find the ATM because like I need to get over tomorrow and then he gives me a ticket for the next day and this might be because like I have good karma (laughs) but um I ended up getting into the show and then I did I did try to come for the dude that scammed me and I did eventually get my money back it took some time Mm -hmm. I had to uh threaten him on Facebook by saying hey so like I don't know what your plan is I have your birthday your name and your license plate number I don't necessarily like want to go to the cops with this information like I I don't want to snitch on you but like you have my money and you stole from me (laughs) Then I went on the page that I got the tickets from and I blew up his spot. So everybody at UW that was selling EDM tickets knew he was a scammer. And then he still wouldn't reply. So I did go on his Venmo and message the last three people he had Venmoed about the situation. And I was like, hey, so I have this. He has not replied to me. Can you like let him know? And after I did that, like maybe two hours later, I had my money back. Good for you. <laughs> so there's a As tip. you should. As you should. If you do get scammed, go after them. Yeah, I'll help. Let me know. Um, All right. So I guess our last thoughts and 
for shows is uh yeah hotel camping tickets book fast you can always cancel if anything changes and you can always sell your camping tickets tiers go up prices go up i'm not a really a fan of making money like i don't no. think it's in the in the spirit of just music honestly <laughs> but you know you're gonna do you and then for packing I have made many many lists <laughs> so I will make it pretty and post it on our social so you can have a packing list also I would say always bring extra tampons even if you're a dude you can save a girl's life ibuprofen and Tums and then pack for the weather do your research one time we were back at Paradiso mm-hmm. and there was a lightning storm <laughs> while we were in the festival they told everybody drop your totem like run for shelter there's no shelter anywhere so I don't know what they were thinking they were like don't get in your cars don't get in your tents is like okay and so we're, we're and we're standing under these shelters right <laughs> and I've never seen like a group of people more like genuinely kind of unhappy at the same time like everyone was kind of miserable like you're kind of like you know, you're again, you're not wearing that much clothing. You didn't realize there was going to be a lightning storm. So you're not yeah. warm. They're handing out like emergency blankets. And then I remember this like guy coming up to to us and he was like, hey, guys, like, can I help coming out with you? And we're like, yeah, sure. And then he ended up spending like literally the whole week like freaking out. Yeah, he was himself. like having like a like a like kind of a panic attack by himself. So I was like, yeah, definitely come chill. And then he ended up hanging out with us all weekend. And you know, we're still friends on Snapchat. So it was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. So I just think it's one of those things where I think that's the best part about festivals is that everyone's there to have a good time, and they so it's just such good vibes. And I've definitely missed it over the past year and some change. Seems like it's gonna be like two years, but uh, I'm really pumped and I'm really pumped to see y'all there. Hopefully, let's uh, fucking tear it up. Yeah, if you go to a show, let us know what show. Maybe we can meet up. I'm always down for that. Yeah, don't be scared to buy a ticket to go alone. I did that mm-hmm. and I told Twitter, and now I'm meeting up with hella girls. So that's always a great one. So yeah, so everyone, make sure that you're vaccinated. Again, PSA: like the only way that these festivals are gonna keep on happening is if covid rates do not increase which means people that are unvaccinated can't be like going to these raves to these large events and spreading covid so please get vaccinated plugs of the week so for our plugs of the week this week we're gonna do female djs that you need to check out mine is going to be mad girl and that's gonna be m-a-d-g-r-r-l and you can find her on instagram at mad girl music she has a super sick remix to yellow claw um and she has really great music and like definitely some summer vibes so so for my plug of the week this week since we talk so much about nam i am doing jessica audi fred and she is from mexico and i'm pretty sure she's gonna be uh, in seattle in august and then she might be in base canyon also in washington so definitely check her out she produces and plays bass music all right, you guys, that is the episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Definitely let us know what festivals you are going to. I honestly would love to join. 
as always, you can subscribe, follow, and then share our podcast with a friend. Our Instagram is thanks number four, your concern. And then my personal Instagram is at Berenice Diaz M. And I'm at LL Tutor. We'll have a fantastic hot week wherever the fuck you're at. Enjoy. Uh, um, yeah. For those who have a three-day weekend, enjoy your three-day weekend. Have fun. Make sure to stay safe uh, uh, throughout the holiday. It's going to be a hot one so stay hydrated wear sunscreen kisses bye